Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of this podcast. Thank you all so much for joining me today. So let's get straight into it. Today's episode is going to be a discussion about hemoglobins. So I'm going to be talking about what a normal hemoglobin is, what the sickle hemoglobin is, and also briefly touch on unusual hemoglobins. Hemoglobin is a protein that is found inside red blood cells and its primary function is to carry oxygen from the lungs to the rest of the body. It also has some responsibility of taking away carbon dioxide to the lungs which we breathe out and yeah goes into the atmosphere. (laughs) Hemoglobin is also responsible for giving blood its red colour and the normal hemoglobin is known as hemoglobin A or for short it is also known as HbA and this is the major hemoglobin in an adult. So hemoglobin is made up of something called globin chains. So globin chains essentially means a group of proteins that has an iron component within it and it's actually that iron component that sort of attracts oxygen to bind to hemoglobin for hemoglobin to actually function and give off oxygen to the various tissues. So because proteins are part of our body's building blocks, hemoglobin is actually coded for by DNA. So what this essentially means is that our DNA provides instructions for proteins to be made. So in this case, our DNA provides instructions for hemoglobin to be made. So if there are any alterations or mutations within the hemoglobin, this results in various blood-related diseases such as sickle cell disease. So a normal red blood cell lasts for about 120 days and as I mentioned earlier the hemoglobin is found inside the red blood cell. So a normal hemoglobin, a normal red blood cell would last for 120 days and what happens at the end of that 120 days it is broken down, it is destroyed and part of that hemoglobin which is the iron part the heme part gets recycled to start building new red blood cells however in the sickle cell hemoglobin or the sickle cell gene it lasts for anything between 10 to 60 days this is because hemoglobin s is a hemoglobin variant so this essentially means that it's a altered form of normal hemoglobin so it's a different form different type of hemoglobin so because it's an altered form of hemoglobin the structures that make up hemoglobin are quite unstable and as a result the ability for these types of hemoglobin to reoxygenate is reduced and this in turn leads to more fragile red blood cells which causes them to have a shorter lifespan. So what happens is that once oxygen has been dropped off to the tissues so the oxygen has been released into the various tissues around the body 
what happens to the hemoglobin molecules which are compounds within the red blood cells they start to stick together so they start to clump together and they start to form long rod like structures so this hemoglobin basically becomes quite stiff and quite rigid so this in turn starts to distort or deform the shape of a normal red blood cell which is a round disc like shape and then it starts to deform it into a crescent shape or a sickle shape so the sickle cell gene can actually be classed as a solution problem because the solution is within the hemoglobin that becomes rigid and stiff and causes this distortion of normal red blood cells so there are hundreds and hundreds of unusual hemoglobins which after they have run out of letters they started naming them after places and so on and so forth but most of them don't have any clinical significance when combined with another unusual hemoglobin or another hemoglobin variant the unusual hemoglobins that carry clinical significance are hemoglobin c hemoglobin d hemoglobin e hemoglobin lapore and hemoglobin o arab and no i haven't just spoken another language these are actually hemoglobins and if any of these that i've just mentioned are inherited in combination with for example the sickle cell gene it could cause a clinically significant disease so sickle cell disease is actually an umbrella term for various types of sickle cell diseases the most common of the types that you may have heard of or may have come across is hbss which is known as sickle cell anemia hbsc or hbs beta thalassemia and i am going to be talking about thalassemia in future episodes so it's important to be aware of the various types of sickle cell disease and although their treatment and management plan are relatively the same there are some sickle cell related complications that some individuals with certain types are more vulnerable to so for example individuals with two copies of the hemoglobin s so hbss this is known as sickle cell anemia they are at a higher risk of developing a stroke in comparison with individuals who have one copy of s so one copy of the sickle cell gene and one copy of the hemoglobin c so just some key points for you to remember hemoglobins are proteins so they are your genes the normal hemoglobin has an ability to sufficiently give oxygen to the various tissues and the red blood cell normal red blood cell lasts for 120 days so the main hemoglobin is hemoglobin a and if you have both parents who carry normal hemoglobins you would get one a from your mom one a from your dad so you would have hemoglobin aa 
So the sickle cell gene is a structural hemoglobin variant and this came about as a result of gene evolution in the bid to fight against the most deadliest or the most severe form of malaria which is the plasmodium falciparum. And this was explained in my previous episode. Please feel free to click and have a listen. The sickle cell hemoglobin lasts between 10 to 60 days. And under stressful conditions, the hemoglobin inside the red blood cells starts to clump together, becoming quite rigid. And this in turn distorts the shape of the red blood cell changing it from a normal round shape to a sickle shape. So unusual hemoglobins are also hemoglobin variants, but what they do is that they produce poor quality hemoglobin. So remember I mentioned with the sickle cell gene is to do with the solution with unusual hemoglobins, they are producing poor quality hemoglobin. So clinically significant unusual hemoglobins that are inherited in combination with, for example, the sickle cell gene, this gives rise to a type of sickle cell disease. So we've come to the end of another episode. Thank you all so much for listening till the end. And I hope you found this insightful. I hope you learned something today. If you have any questions or just want to get in touch, my email is in my bio. So please feel free to email me and I'll be happy to respond to your questions or your queries. Don't forget to share this episode and this podcast and let's continue to raise awareness. So I'll see you all next week. In the meantime, look after yourselves. Take care.